me and because he he innovated himself within me he gave me context he gave me purpose glory to god he gave me his holy spirit that is down on the inside and so there's nothing else to say there's nothing else to do but to say glory to god in the highest if i had ten thousand tongues it would not be enough amen so come on in everyone come on in so that we can share this awesome word of god on today there is no one like him amen and we just plugging some things in on today making sure all our broadcast platforms are doing what they need to do amen but we thank god on today we thank him because <clears throat> there's no one else like him no one else amen no one else to role model we got idols in the world we got we got entertainment folks in the world but there's no one else like the example of jesus that is set up for us and so we look to him as our example we look to him when all other systems within the context of the world have failed glory to god glory to god let us pray let me see here let's adjust this so that Yeah, let's do something here with that, with that. Glory to God. Now that's better. So God, we thank you on today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the move of your Holy Spirit that this word will penetrate through the social media airway that someone will find it. Someone who is looking for the example of Jesus. Someone who needs to find answers about who they are. Someone who is wondering Lord God, let your spirit, your Holy Spirit permeate through the airways and allow your word to reach out and to accomplish that which it needs to do, that it shall not return unto you void. But there's someone who needs to hear this word on today and needs to get it plugged into their spirit. And so we thank you, Lord God. Use me as an instrument. Glory to God. I surrender to you, Father God. Use me as a conduit. Use me, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Now I'm available. Hallelujah. And I'm willing and able. Hallelujah. And we thank you for your word on today. Glory to God. And so on today, we're going to share some points before we get into the actual scripture. Share some points. I have some footnotes here and some things. But be like Jesus, Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you today from Yes and Amen, Mentoring Ministry, Church, uh, the Word of God. I did find them, and when I ate them, they were nourishment for my thirst. Not only was his word nourishment for my thirst, but they were like marrow to the bone. They gave me substance. They made me whole. They gave me the true identity of who I am in God. Glory. And we thank you, Father. And so on today, 
in Philippians who's going to share a little bit. And, and there's an admonishment of sharing to be like Christ. And there's some points and some highlights here. We're going to just share and then we're just going to be led of God. And so one of the things is that we shall engage and be according to our inheritance, according to our lineage in Christ Jesus. When we acknowledge him, according to Romans, we believe in our heart and we declare <coughs> with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, amen, and you shall be saved at that moment. And so um, there's a process that we go through and allowing the mindset, which is also in Christ Jesus, to be in us, that mindset, glory to God, that's one of the points that we're going to bring up. Being of the same mind, well, what, what, what was the same mind of Christ Jesus? Well, he's the son of man. He's the son of God, which is a paradoxical uh, reference. He's the firstborn of his kind. And so everything he did and wherever he went, when he shared, he let everyone know. He said, the stuff that I show you is because the father and heaven has shown me because the father in heaven has revealed this to me. And not only that, but he took the 12 and, and he let them know. He said, these things and greater you're going to be able to do greater works and, and greater things. And so he laid the, the foundation, amen, for a centered of Christian belief, I, I mean, of, of faith centered around the lineage and the heritage of Christ Jesus. He took a beat down from the seat down and in the garden. <coughs> amen. We pray against coughing and, and distractions. In the name of Jesus, we bind it and we declare the blood of Jesus over it, allergies, and etc. And so when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, right, he, he said, nevertheless, not my will. So it wasn't his personal will. It wasn't his personal will, but he surrendered the true will of God and that he was engaged in that. Amen. He took on the form and he thought it not robbery allowing this mindset to be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. He thought it not a robbery to put on the form of mere man, amen. But God gave man a dominion and authority upon the earth. He gave him the authority to speak that which is in heaven upon the earth. And so there's that Christ-centered mindset of the same emulation of mindset, right? And that's where we gotta be, amen. Not only that, Amen. But regard others as more important than yourselves. Meaning the work that Jesus did and impacting others, he felt like that was more important than self-serving himself. The worst thing that a believer can be is self-serving. Amen. The word says that the first shall be last and the last shall be first and you are the head and not the tail. Well, when you surrender and humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, amen, he will make your enemy be at rest and bow to you. And when you serve others, amen, you are rendering through that service 
an area of empowerment and respect that other people will render unto you. You will have the privilege of looking at strengths and weaknesses of people and then seeding into that, amen. So the importance of being self-serving uh, gives you a blind spot or a blind area. It disables the truth of your mission and the time chronicling of what God says that you'll do on the earth. It will stifle your growth. It will disable you from doing the greatness that God has called you to do. And so that's why Jesus, amen, he continued, even though the Sanhedrin was after him, he didn't regard or take regard to, to back up himself because of public opinion. When the moments came that he had to reply back, he did, but he wasn't seeking the Sanhedrin's approval. He wasn't seeking other people's approval or in the area of self-service, glory to God. And, and so he, amen, relative to who we are, <coughs> we cannot be self-servant. And we'll get into the scriptures in a minute. And this is the Amplified Version. I just have some footnotes, some things I want to highlight before we get into it, because you may need to know that. Let's just have the same attitude, have the same attitude that Christ had. Never once did he, glory to God, get diverted to his left or to his right. He stayed singularly focused on the purpose that God had for his life. Hallelujah. And he did not worry about the left and the right. He didn't worry about the opinions of the Romans. He didn't worry about the opinions of the uh, rich Jews, bu how, how should I say, bureaucracy, bu bu bureaucracy, amen. So he highlighted within that attitude that God, in God, I can do all things. And he didn't show and say that I'm doing what I wanna do. He said the things that I do, because God has shown me. And then he highlighted and says, greater works that you will do. And I know I said that earlier. And so he did not regard himself equal with God, a thing to be grasped or asserted. He wasn't bragging that he was equal with God. He wasn't saying, well, you better do what I say. Amen. Or God's going to get you. He didn't say um, he took upon himself the sin of man kind. He took upon himself our nature of sin uh, because he knew that on the cross that death, sin, and the cross had to be defeated. And he knew that the only way that it could be defeated was by his total surrender to the will of God. Are you totally surrendered to the will of God? Do you think of yourself more highly than you ought to? Glory to God. But he did not say, well, I'm equal with God, big G. But he said, everything that I do, because the Father has shown me. And, and even in the garden, he said, nevertheless, not my will, Father, but thy will be done. He said, I will wish that this cup should pass from me. And then he said, nevertheless, glory to God. He said, 
said, nevertheless, he realized the importance of the mission of saving the soul of mankind. Glory to God. What is your mission? What is that area that God has called you to? Hallelujah. So you don't have to be self-serving um, among the area of men, but you are serving the God of heaven and earth. And you are impacting and overtaking dominion and authority. Amen. Jesus overtook uh, the dominion and authority and people thought that that he was going to free them physically from the Roman Empire and from conquest and, and other rules. But God sent them so that he can release mankind supernaturally. And then from the supernatural aspect, it gave freedom unfettered. It gave freedom, amen, in the time of trouble. Do you have freedom right now in the time of trouble? Are you depending on the natural, hallelujah, to dictate the supernatural? Or is it the other way? I'm depending and by faith relying on the supernatural aspect of God for the natural manifestation. And that's what Jesus did. Glory to God. No, only that. <clears throat> but you must empty yourself. Amen. In verse seven, and we're going to get into the scripture, but this is the overview right here. You must empty yourself of all the constraints and all the self-serving attitudes that you have. Glory to God. When before I emptied myself, there wasn't room on the inside of me for the Holy Ghost to come in because there was too much of, of, of the indoctrination that I had of the world things and the world avenue. But I'm telling you, when I begin to search for sanctification and holiness and I begin to seek the Lord God's face, and I begin to release, hallelujah, all those worldly uh, pursuits that I had. And I begin to, to spend personal time with God. And even though I didn't really understand the word at the time, and then he sent his Holy Spirit to interdwell within me. And it was like a light bulb going off because I had emptied myself of, of the, the world treats and the worldly pursuits that I was after. I entered myself, glory to God. And when I did, hallelujah, he came in like a storm and he filled me with his Holy Spirit. And it was like a light bulb going off. It was like a place of emptiness being filled. And then his word, I began to comprehend and understand his word. Glory to God. And we're talking about uh, be like Jesus. Not only that, amen, but you must humble yourself. You must not think of yourself as greater than anyone upon the earth, amen, but you must have confidence in the function that God has created you in and your space to fill the void of the empty area and operate on that edge, on the cutting edge, not below the cutting edge, not above it, more than yourself is above it, right? Or, or beneath it. If you're beneath it, somebody's pulling the weight for you. If you're above it, hallelujah, the mark and the edge. If you're above it, you're infringing on someone else's dominion, power, and authority that God has handed them. But he wants you 
to be in humility and right there on the edge, right there on the sharp place that he's called you to. And when we look at the character of Jesus and we looked at the place where he was at, he came, he didn't take over what the Sanhedrin was doing, nor did he take over that which the thief and the murderer was doing, but he went and he taught about salvation. He taught about the good news. He taught and he served through foot washing, through the changing of the water into wine, through the healing and the laying hands on the stick and through the raising of the dead. And then he offered himself freely as a sacrifice, amen, even at the cross unto death. He could have called a legion of angels to rescue him, but he said on the cross, it is finished. It is finished. I give up the ghost. I render myself as a sacrifice for the sin of mankind. And so we must be meek in the master's hand. Glory to God, man. All right. So we just going to couple this, these highlighted points with the word of God. Amen. I was just overviewing and sharing. It's taking me a little minute to get that out. Amen. But let's read it. Be like Christ. Amen. It says, therefore, if there be any encouragement and comfort in Christ, as there certainly is in abundance, if there is any consolation of love, and so to be like Christ and to operate on the earth, there must be love. You must, after your faith confession, your driving mechanism must be love. Hallelujah. No other love that's greater than a man should give his life for his brother. And that's what Jesus did. Amen. Glory to God. And so he gave himself and it says, if there is any fellowship that we share in the spirit, if there is any great depth of affection and compassion. Amen. So we have a shared gifting. We have a shared area of consideration which binds us together by love and, and through the Holy Spirit. Our spirit man tags into the spirit man, into the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, who comes in and fellowships with us. That same like fellowship, glory to God, we extend out to others, amen, because the word says that no other way that a man should know by seeing uh, another man. We see the passing of time. We see the rising of the sun. We see the going down of the same. We see the passing of the seasons, but no other way. Those are things that we know and it's a, a check that God has set those things in motion. But men must hear from the gospel from other men and women, and they must see the spirit and the character of God operating in you as you are totally surrendered. It says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind. Allow this mind to be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery, amen, to take on the form, hallelujah, of humble man, hallelujah, 
and after all being tried and tested at all points, glory to God, he withstood, hallelujah. Not only did he withstand, glory to God, but he saw a man into the matter at hand, the instrument that he would be, amen, to reconcile all men back to God, the firstborn of his kind. So what mindset are you in? Are you in the mindset as the lineage of Christ Jesus? Have you reconciled in your mind by the washing of the word so that you are transformed, hallelujah, by the renewing of your mind through the washing of the word of God, hallelujah, and his spirit coupled within you. Hallelujah. I didn't get it. And I was reading. I didn't get it until the spirit of God interdwell within me. I didn't get it. Hallelujah. I was hungry for it, but I didn't get the revelation until the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Came in and showed up and showed out within me. Then I was able to see the supernatural and then from the supernatural. Hallelujah. Function in the natural with peace. And with my mind stayed on God. Hallelujah. And so uh, make my joy complete by being the same mind, having the same love toward one another. How can I love God whom I've never seen and I'm having trouble loving my neighbor who I see daily, who I see when I wake up, who I see. Hallelujah. And so we must be, and it says here, knit together in spirit. The common bond is the spirit of God. Hallelujah. One intent on one purpose. Amen. And that's to glorify God and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel. Your life must be an example. Your life must be an example your actions must show, hallelujah, an example of spreading the good news. What I say with my mouth should match what my lifestyle is toward God and in Christ Jesus. So we must highly regard the things that God has shown us and we must show forth and we can't get it unless we're prayed up, unless we're fasted up, unless we're read up, unless we're meditated up, unless we're journaled and written up. Hallelujah. Unless and also a memory of scripture and context within us. Amen. We are able then to endure and to share the good news. Amen. Regarding salvation through faith salvation through faith in Christ, not salvation through just baptism, not salvation through just communion, not salvation through just going to church, not salvation through <coughs> what I wear. All those things are important, but salvation and the cornerstone of salvation is by my faith confession, then everything else comes into play and lines itself up. 
and the function of love. Hallelujah. And the function of love. Then three tells us, glory to God, says, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. Don't just be idle about what you're doing, empty conceit. And, and there must be a higher purpose other than the doorknob. There must be a higher purpose other than silver and gold. There must be a higher purpose than controlling other people. There must be a higher purpose than if they bother me, I'm gonna make their day miserable. There must be a purpose centered around servitude of others. Hallelujah. When you obey and serve God, you eat the fat of the lamb. When you humble yourself under his mighty hand, he will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. He will make your enemies to be at rest with you. And so through uh, 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 glory to God, veer away from uh, uh, friction and motives of strife. Don't do something uh, just to be seen. God let Abram know, if you obey and serve me, I will make your name great. Don't do it to be seen doing it. Do it because you love God. Hallelujah. And God will make your name great upon the earth. He will surrender unto you those things that pertain to life and godliness. Somebody says, hey, well, what do you mean surrender? Hallelujah. When you make a choice, the things upon the earth will surrender at your disposal. Glory to God. I know. I know. The world says you got to take it. You got to be mean and you got to dominate people and you got to step on their neck. But when you serve other people and they know that you have the, their intention at hand, they will hand you, amen, everything and the tools at, at your disposal to do what you will. But you must be a steward of God and handle those things, hallelujah, without strife, handle those things without anger and serve the greater good and the greater cause of who Christ is in your life. Glory to God. Amen. So what is your motive? It has to be pure. It has to be sincere. And it says, but when and with an attitude of humility, you must be humble. You must come in with humility. You must come in with the mindset that I'm going to obey and serve God. And then he will blow your natural mind by the spiritual uh, uh, evidence of the things that you are obedient to and that you witness the outcome and results from your obedience. Glory to God. It says, be neither arrogant nor self-righteous. It's not you, but it's the working of the spirit of God that is within you. And as he works within you, as he moves within you, hallelujah, the obstacles and the mountains, you can speak to them and say, be thou removed and plucked up and out of the way. And you can proceed on. You can uh, be victorious on. You can walk absolute in the power that God has gauged within you. Glory to God. It says, regard others as more important 
than yourselves. Hallelujah. That means serving others. Hallelujah. That means making sure that the needs of your household are met. That means sometimes you have to lay aside the weights all the time, really. Lay aside the weights of the things that so easily beset you so that you can enter into that quiet place, so you can enter into that place of silence so that God can download into you those strengths and truths, amen, so he can show you like he showed Jesus what it is that you need to do in the situation that you're combating, in the obstacles and the places that you are facing. You must surrender and be not self-serving. Glory to God. Then he says here, do not merely look out for your own personal interests. Glory to God. Some people say, man, what are you talking about? I got to look out for me and mine. Amen. The picture is larger than that. When Abraham was talking about he needed a seed for his stuff to carry on, God was speaking to him about nations and multiplying and impacting like the stars in the sky. Then he he said, he traversed, he said, man, look, he said, your seed is going to be greater than the dust on the earth. So as he was before God, he was thinking in a single dimension, but God had him covered on a multi-dimensional multiplication aspect. God wants to multiply you and your seed upon the earth. And it's not just a single dimensional thing, but it's a multi-dimensional area. And so here he says here, but also for the interest of others. Glory to God. So the picture is just bigger than who you are. He's just using you at this moment, at this time to get his message across. You are uniquely suited. You have been uniquely designed for the area and for the place that God has available for you. Amen. So it's not your will, it's God's will be done in you and through you. Glory to God. So we're laying aside weights. We're laying aside obstacles. We are laying aside, amen, whatever hurt that you have sustained in your life up to this point. God can't do anything about your past, but he can impress upon your today to change your tomorrow. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so he says here, glory to God. Have the same attitude in yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, look to him as an example in selfless humility. Look to him. He was the servant. He's the son of man, the son of God, which is a paradoxical situation. He allowed John the Baptist to baptize him. He washed the feet of his disciples. He talked to the centurion. He talked to one of the Sanhedrin. He, glory to God, broke bread with publicans and thieves. Hallelujah. All to impact. And then he says here in six, who although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of God, you know, this is a complex thing and, and people are going to be fighting it out forever in the day, right? The Trinity, 
the one God, the one God is Jesus. Man, it's a lot of stuff in that. And 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 God hasn't released totally all that concept of understanding. But we are the sons of God as we are in Christ Jesus. And so the, the deity position of Christ, he gave it up to come down to the earth to be tried and tested on all points and, and then to make himself of, of no reputation, he surrendered his body at the cross for one sacrifice and extending under the dispensation of grace right now, one sacrifice for all glory to God. And it says, as one with him, possessing the fullness of all time, the divine attributes, the entire nature of deity. Glory to God. And so within us, we are composed of spirit, body, and soul. And we are living because of the breath of life that was breathed into Adam first and extending down into generations. <coughs> and so... Hell was meant for no one. All men got meant for their souls to go to heaven. But we have a choice upon the earth. And so we have an inheritance that can't touch, that can't be touched by gold and silver. We have an inheritance, inheritance in Christ Jesus alone. And so he gave up his position of deity to come to the earth at all points tried and tested. And we thank God for that. He conquered death, hell, and the grave and the nature of sin, the nature of sin, the nature of vice. So when you're in Christ Jesus, you have an option to say no to easy Jesus, to say no to drugs, to say no to pornography, to say no to weird and lascivious lifestyles. Glory to God. That's all on that. It says, did not regard himself equal. Jesus didn't regard himself equally or in the equality with God, a thing to be grasped and asserted as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it. People are afraid of losing things, but God is our steward distributor, right? And I know it's, it's, we are stewards and he distributes to us liberally with respect to time, money, and talents. And he wants us while we're on the earth and he's extended to us eternity, but eternity, we have to transform this fleshly body, right? This fleshly body has to die for et eternity, but our choice has to be Christ Jesus. And so he's given us a point of contact on the earth. Hallelujah. Just as Jesus had a point of contact on the earth. So he didn't uh, um, regard himself as any higher, uh, um, but he came as a servant in the form of a bond servant to complete a task. What is your task? You have come to the earth and God has offered you the privilege of birth during this time. Do you want to squander it away? 
with drugs, alcohol, uh, uh, weird and lascivious acts? Or do you want the truth of your gift to be exposed under the authority of heaven in Christ Jesus? Right? And he says, but Christ emptied himself without re re renouncing or diminishing his deity. He emptied himself. Hey, man, what, what is it that you, that's in you that you got to empty out? Man, I'm all that in a bag of chips. Man, I'm cool as cool breeze. I'm a player from the Himalayas. I, I've been told it's Mount McKinley. Glory to God. But whatever it is, you got to empty things, right? I thought I was too cool to be cool, but I had to get rid of that thing. I had to empty it out of me so that God could come in and produce and, and, and form within me the place where I needed to be. And so Jesus emptied himself. What about you? It says, but only temporarily given up the outward expression of divine equality and his, right, his rightful uh, uh, dignity by assuming the form of a bond service. He came from heaven to earth, took on the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of man, he became completely human, but was without sin, being fully God and fully man. Son of man, son of God. Where are you? Your inheritance under the lineage of Christ Jesus is at hand. Amen. This is a powerful scripture connotation because it gives an indirect reference to our inheritance in heaven and our position of deification as we are translated by the inner dwelling of the Spirit of God. That's our calling card. His Holy Ghost within us. Amen. That's our calling card for heaven, the essence of God within us. Glory to God. So where are you? Amen. And it says here in eight. Amen. And then we're going to be finished with this. Hallelujah. It says, after he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man. He was found on the earth. He was observed by the Sanhedrin. Man, they've studied him. They watched him. They couldn't find nothing wrong. Who's studying you? Who's looking at the cause of God and your function on the earth? Glory to God. Anyway, for a divinity, for a divine appointment, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father. Man, it's, it's complex. And I'm just sharing what the word says. He, he humbled himself and became obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death at the cross. The message of the cross and the good news is we win hell death and the grave have been conquered. 
and defeated. And so on this day, and that's why we don't we don't celebrate death, the day of the dead. We don't celebrate um, Halloween and incantations and etc. And so the word on today says what it needs to be. Be like Jesus. Glory to God. We thank you, Father, for your word on today. We thank you for the cause of Jesus Christ. We thank you because the work of the cross is finished and we are partakers and inheritors of that great work. We lean not to our own understanding in all our ways. We acknowledge you and we know that you are the guided path to our success. And so we cry out, Abba. We cry out, Abba. We cry out, Abba. We cry out because you have empowered us. You have given us inheritance that is not matched by any earthly bow. Oh, Father, thank you for the ones that catch this on the replay and the present play. Let your spirit reach out and touch them by the name and in the name of Jesus Christ. And so we glorify you and we thank you at all things that pertain to you. And we continue to reach forward and step forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I thank you all today for tuning in. I thank you for being a part of yes and amen. Glory to God. So be like Jesus. On today, Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live. Thank you for tuning in and be blessed on today. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who is seated at the right hand of the Father. Thank you very much, and God bless everyone on today.